Mental health matters. With so much information about mental health and spiritual care out there, where do you start? Let's start here. A podcast hosted by licensed professionals with experience both as clients and as clinicians. Thank you for taking the time to join Life Care Counseling and Coaching on this journey. For those of you that know us already, thank you for being here. For those who don't know who we are, let's start here. My name is Stephen Price. Joining me today. Hey, it's Yolanda Rouse. And Carolina Aguilar. Okay, this is crazy. Like just being here. This is the first podcast that we're recording as a unit in the studio. And Joe, who is Hello. Definitely <laughs> beating us with lots of grace this morning as we navigate this. I would say I'm pretty honored to be sitting here just being able to have this conversation. I remember being in Steven's office with the four of us and just having a conversation of why are we even doing a podcast and feeling really overwhelmed personally just because I feel like there's so much information out there right now on mental health and great experts on this area. But I think I just kept feeling pushed and called to that, that like life care in itself had a nugget of wisdom and a lot of people on staff who have different areas of specialty. And so I want to just go around first and talk about you guys as a therapist, what your specialty is and how you got to life care. Carolina, why don't you start us off? Why don't you tell us a little bit about who you work with and your journey with life care? Thank you. Thank you. Welcome, everybody. Again, my name is Carolina Aguilar. I've been in life care for a year now. Mm -hmm. So I started therapy five years ago and I loved it. I decided to enter this field just to serve others in the healing journey. I specialize in trauma, complex trauma, developmental trauma, PTSD symptoms. But I also like to work with people who are individuals, especially who are dealing with depression and anxiety. Yeah. Is there an age range that you work with? Mainly adult women or men. Okay. Do you do couples? I used to, but right now, personally, I'm going through a grieving process. I lost my father last September. I caught a little bit of old teens and couples right now, just as a self-care, just to concentrate on what I can do right now. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks for sharing. All right, Stephen, what you got? Yeah. Hi. I started with Life Care about four and a half years ago, and I see teens all the way up through the elderly. Okay. I usually prefer to deal with clients that have anxiety, complex trauma, sometimes developmental trauma. I deal with a lot of people working towards identity, trying to figure out their life, who they are, and what their goals are. I do see couples on the regular, actually. I really enjoy working with couples. Even in that, working out individual therapies with them to try and establish their needs as a couple to bring them the best possible solution for their marriages. And you just became fully licensed, was it last year? When did you get your full license? Became fully licensed in October of 2020. For some odd reason, I thought it was like just like past August, but honestly, from 2020 to now, I'm like, I don't even know what year was what because it was all a blur. But yeah, so I started with Life Care literally right before the pandemic hit. I think I signed my contract in like March and that exact March was when the pandemic hit. That was honestly nuts. And I specifically only work with females and young females just trying to figure out just stress, the complex of 
social and family attachments that are going on and as they grow up also finding kind of their identity but honestly I really didn't know what I wanted to be doing and I still feel that way I just know specifically working with young females is something that I'm passionate about but we are also I'm thinking about the growth of life care kind of being at Briar Creek and then we launched Holly Springs during the pandemic and I think that was just so cool to see that God still wanted us to continue there was like the whole world was on halt but especially with my journey but also life care like getting the green light for so many different offices to be opening while we're literally in a mental health crisis I think most of our therapists on staff are on a wait list we're trying to expand and bring more people on board but the need is just so great right now with everything that's happened in 2020 but speaking of kind of new developments I'm throwing a wrench into the conversation but Stephen Life Care recently just announced something and you are a big part of that so can you tell me a little bit about what I'm talking about If I'm right, you're talking about the new office that we're opening in Wake Forest. Yeah, we actually are under contract. Doors are opening on June 1st. We'll have at least one full-time counselor there, and I'll be splitting time there probably in August 2022. Okay. And we'll have additional space for additional providers, so we're really excited about the opportunity to grow that direction. Holly Springs obviously being south and maybe a little west from most of our offices but wake forest moving into the north direction and covering more of north raleigh prior to that we had opened an office in thomasville north carolina to service high point greensboro and the thomasville area we're expanding moving on up Uh, absolutely how many people do you guys have on staff oh my gosh i would say Mm, 30 (laughs) maybe so we've got three briar creek at least six or seven in holly springs at least five at the raleigh office we've got two or three in chapel hill but i think one of life care's missions or visions is to reach the triangle to open up offices throughout and it's been pretty cool again to just see that happen during the pandemic and coming out of it still Man, I think it needs to happen. I don't know, man. My, we started, we had the first member of our family need um, get to take advantage of therapy. And it was so hard just to find somebody to talk to, oh, yeah. which seems like it would be the opposite. Hey, I really need to talk to somebody. And everybody's like, sorry, I can't. Busy, busy. Yeah, uh, it's so <laughs> disheartening. I didn't understand. I was like, but I have money. I'll give you money. Isn't that how service works? Like, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> That kind of leads us into the next area. What is therapy and what's going on in the world right now with therapy? Yeah, I want to talk about just that. What is therapy and what is our roles? What are the client's roles? And thankfully, again, we're sitting in a really unique perspective that we've been both. Yeah, Carolina, will you share a little bit about what your role is as a therapist? I like to start with with the definition of psychotherapy according to the American Psychiatrist Association. I think that will help us to have a solid ground here. According to the American Psychiatric Association, psychotherapies or talk therapy is a way to help people with a broad variety of mental illnesses and emotional difficulties. Psychotherapy can help eliminate or control or diminish troubling symptoms. So a person can function better and can increase well-being and healing. 
So in other words, my role, I see my role as a therapist, as a person who is responsible not only of the technical diagnosis, treatment of mental health disorders, and helping the client to grow, overcome or diminish symptoms, but mainly a person who is there to create a secure atmosphere so growth can happen and healing can happen, foster that, those right conditions to mm. promote healing and growth. Yeah, I would say like the therapeutic relationship is exactly that. It's a relationship where a lot of my clients will come in and share with me things that were really difficult for them and the people around them didn't respond in the right way. And so there was a lot of shame and a lot of trauma that happened and breakdown in communication, but also breakdown in their identity, their individual identity, their spiritual identity, their sexual identity, whatever across all broad ranges. So I feel like it's an opportunity to bring what was in the dark and like the shameful thing into a safe place where my job is to hold that, to contain that, and to give a different response of really grace, love, and truth in that moment that maybe they didn't have, which is where the healing begins. But yeah, I agree. I think that's a big role of ours to just hold the space for sure. Stephen, what you got? Yeah, no, I agree with that completely. It's interesting when you think about what our role is. I think a lot of times there's a perception of what a therapist's role is, that people come into therapy thinking, I need somebody to fix my problems or I need somebody to tell me what to do. I need 10 steps to a better life. And so they come into therapy thinking we're just going to ask a few questions. They're going to tell us about their problems and then we're going to tell them what they need to go do. And to break that down and to help our clients and the people that, that we get the honor of spending time with to help them understand that this it's not a one size fits all, that we really need to understand their stories and understand their perspectives and then help them find a new perspective and help them find the solution that's going to work for them in their situation. And so I don't know how many people come in and are disappointed that they don't get the answers right, right away. But yeah, just building rapport with people and letting them know that regardless of their problems, that we are there to be in relationship with them and to foster growth really goes a long way. Life care is growing. And we're excited because that means that we can bring on more clients. So if you or someone you know is looking for a therapist or a prescriber for individual, marriage and family, and or medication, consider checking out one of our locations online at lifecarecc.com. We are happily serving the cities of Raleigh, Briar Creek, Holly Springs, Chapel Hill, Wake Forest, Thomasville, and Wilmington in North Carolina and Abington, Virginia. Once again, that's lifecarecc.com. I'm sitting in this unique perspective of working with the generations that are younger than me, but not by a lot. However, with TikTok, with Instagram, with social media, there's so much great information out there. However, I'm also now as a therapist kind of fighting the diagnosis trend of everyone wanting a diagnosis and I think that's pretty difficult because I think there's this false perception of if I get a diagnosis then you know I can fix things or if I get a diagnosis that means I'm broken or just a lot of honestly now trauma around 
diagnosing. And so I feel like as my therapist, it's a lot of psychoeducation, a lot of, hey, at the end of the day, your diagnosis isn't your identity. It's not who you are. It could be something that you need to manage. If somebody had diabetes and like needs to take insulin, but it's just something that to manage like depression being somebody who's super hopeless recognizing the hopelessness first but specifically with the younger generation I feel like I'm having to do some hard psychoeducation first around the topic and getting their anxiety to go down with that first so I would say I'm dealing with that right now as explaining what my role is and what therapy is it's also not I'm going to tell you what you want to hear. It is also listening to you and providing feedback, but also we're in therapy sometimes because we lack awareness, bringing that awareness to the person. It's tough. I think that's the worst part of my job. I like have a hard time with handing over the truth because sometimes the truth hurts, but that is really a part of the process of therapy. Kind of a disclaimer, like Therapy is not easy either. Like it is very difficult and it's a hard look into the mirror. And I would question your therapist if your therapist is always telling you what you want to hear or agreeing with you. Like even asking yourself, am I growing is a question that I think most people should have going to see a therapist. Yeah, I like the way you just described. It's hard. It takes courage. And I always like to give this image to my clients. Sometimes you feel like you're going to go to the lion's den. But it, you're not going to be alone. Sometimes we just need to step back a little bit and just see what would you like to see different. Yeah. Just look at it before we can even go. But my role is going to be next to you. We're going to be together. I'm, gonna, I'm not asking you. I'm not waiting for you in the lion's den. No, hiring you up. No, I'm going to be here next to you because this is a journey. And I have the honor to join you. So we're going to look at what you need. Is a little bit more psychoeducation first to understand what is the issue you're dealing with, awareness about it. See how that issue, if whether it's depression or anxiety, how is what is causing you? It's so different. It's so individualized, right? Depression for one person might look different from another. And like you mentioned, that self-awareness. Okay, I'm going to understand. I'm going to open, have kind of a teachable heart to see, okay, this is what I'm dealing with. This is specifically how depression is talking to me, how, it's ex- how I experience that. Maybe that's way before we dig into more details, but th- there are steps, and I think it's important that people understand that we are here to help, to serve them, and inform yourself, and then go little by little. Yeah, because chances are, like, when you get to the heart of the matter, there's a lot of realizations, oh my gosh, I'm doing this because of this. And it's refreshing to know where it's coming from so that you can change it. But you also have a lot of grace for yourself of, okay, I'm not doing this because I'm a terrible person. Like I'm doing this because my environment shaped me. The normalization, right? There is a description and definition for it. Yeah. What's the difference in definition between psychiatry and counseling? Mm, Great question. Yeah, psychiatrists are medical doctors, and they actually have the ability to prescribe medication. Counselors are master's level degree or PhD level degree. Sometimes they can be doctors, but they're not medical doctors, so they don't prescribe medication. And it's typically our role to be in relationship and communicate with and problem solve with, where a lot of times psychiatry 
is about managing symptoms through the use of medication, but they typically spend a lot less time in problem solving. This is like something that trips up a lot of people, but you will see LPCA, which is a licensed practicing counselor. Thank you. LPC, LPCA. That is actually an older initial for North Carolina, but most other states still have that letter, but then there's LCSWs and all of these and MFTs, which is marriage family therapists, all of those letters can do the same thing. They can offer therapy. Their concentrations could be a little bit different. So obviously marriage and family therapists specifically have that training around marriage and family. However, counselors, as they're taking continued education courses, because we're all required to continue our education after college. I'm a little salty about that, but I know it's good for us just always paying for that. But all of those letters do the same thing. The difference between like psychiatry, but also a nurse practitioner. So a nurse practitioner can also prescribe medication. You don't have to go see a psychiatrist to to get that medication and primary care physicians. So a lot of my teens will go to their primary care physicians because a lot of psychiatrists do not want to prescribe medication to teens because their specialization is in adults. Those are three different places you can get medication if you want to do medication therapy. Yeah. So how does somebody who knows that they need to talk to somebody or get some help know that they're finding the right person? Because most people are like, I don't know, that's a lot of initials. I don't know. Which one do I need? Why I need to see the YMCA of whatever? (laughs) Do I need a psychiatrist? Do I need a counselor? Do I need a coach? Do you guys help with that? Yeah, absolutely. I always say counseling is a lot like dating. You have to go have maybe one or two sessions depending on who you are as a person, but it might not be the right fit the first time because all you have to go off of most of the time is either referral and like people knowing that client and or the bios that are on our website. And so I will have a lot of clients reach out and say, oh, I read your bio or, oh, I heard that you're a good fit for this person. I've got similar issues going on. And we will also say on our website what we work with. And personally, I don't work with personality disorders, but I will work with anxiety and depression. So if I'm seeing you and I'm realizing, okay, there could be something outside of my scope, I'm going to refer out because I want what's best for you. And that's not my specialty area. So sometimes it is just going and talking with somebody and talking it out and then finding that specialization. And it's definitely one of, I think, the things that deter people from doing therapy because they don't want to keep switching therapists. However, I think that's the part of doing the work. And there are a lot of resources available. Psychology Today has a website where people have profiles. Typically, people can go to their churches. They can ask their peers, their friends, coworkers. They can look on their insurance website to find referrals. But at the end of the day, they need to reach out and introduce themselves to a counselor who can then guide them and understand that it is part of our role to help them find the right fit. And I've done phone interviews with people. I've had people come in with a dozen questions before they even want to talk to me about what's going on with them. Yeah. And we're willing to do that and help them understand, yes, this is something we can do with counseling or even referring them to 
medical providers to say you at least want to consider your options when it comes to medication. Life Care does have three prescribers on staff. I tend to refer to them as prescribers because two of them are nurse practitioners. One of them is a psychiatrist, and we're constantly looking for additional help in those areas as well. But, you know, as counselors, it is part of our role to help clients find the right fit. So if we don't specialize in what they're looking for, then we refer them out or try and find places for them to go. And so that's one thing I would like people to know is that that we are bound by our training and the code of ethics that we operate under to do what's best for the client. If we don't feel like we're a good fit, then we'll refer them out. Or if the client feels that once it's been in one, two, three, four sessions and they do not feel that it's a right fit, they I empower the clients after my Absolutely. first session to say, is this working for you? Is it promoting growth for you? Are you growing in any way? Mm-hmm. The clients are encouraged yeah. to say, if this doesn't work, don't worry, we can take a break or you can just cancel next session and I can refer you and provide more information. And sometimes they will go for a break and then change, and that's okay. That's fine. They are not going to hurt my feelings. We're trained for that. The idea is that they grow, and we need to accept that. At least this is personal, too, but accept that I'm not going to be the perfect fit for everybody. Definitely, and I think that coming back to that growth aspect, like we want our clients to be growing, and so if they're not growing and we don't feel like the growth is there, then we're not hitting the goal. So the goal could be outside of our scope, but... Yeah, I agree with you. I think that was definitely something I struggled with, especially in the beginning, like trying to get my footing down as a therapist, trying to figure out my best approach, like who was going to fit best with me, trying to navigate that was really difficult. And is that the way most people do it? They go and just look for somebody that specializes in the problems or the issues that they want to address in their lives. And is that the right way to do it? Is that the best way to do it? Yeah. It's a good start. Yeah. And our admin team, I can't say enough good things about our admin team. They literally have an Excel sheet that has written down like all of our areas of expertise. So when clients are calling in initially, our admin is doing a lot of screening. So we're not going to be wasting time in a consultation if right off the bat they know, okay, Yolandi doesn't even work with males. Like she predominantly works with females. So right off the bat, they know how to navigate that. So our admin team, if you're listening to this, I can't thank you guys enough, honestly. But in addition to that, research shows that 70% of the success of therapy is going to be based on the match know much of the interventions. So definitely I want to encourage clients go and pursue. Probably it's going to be a journey of test and trial. But when you find a right person that you feel comfortable, you're going to be challenged, but you feel comfortable, go for it because that is assuring the success of the therapy journey. If you're curious about whether or not you would benefit from counseling or if you have a problem that you want to address, I would encourage you to do some research, check out Psychology Today. You can check out our website at lifecarecc.com or you can call our office at 919-851-1527. Let's start here. Thanks for listening to Let's Start Here, a podcast by Life Care Counseling and Coaching. At Life Care Counseling and Coaching, we are passionate about serving others by integrating the best mental health practices and spiritual care for the soul. Find out more or schedule an appointment at lifecarecc.com. 
Follow us on Facebook at Life Care Counseling or Instagram at Life Care Counsel Coach. If you found the information in this podcast helpful, please consider leaving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts as this helps more people find our show. This show is produced at Podcast Carry.